What you was about to say, Dom? Oh, no, I was going to ask, because I've been asking people, and, like, you know, Red Dead is, like, 50 hours of gameplay, apparently. So I asked somebody if, like, 47 of those hours were riding on a horse. So I was just I was just asking <laughs> before I even nah, go try because, to buy it. <laughs> because it's so much stuff to do, though, that, like, you're never going to actually get to... I don't know. Like, I Ride don't even know if I'm going to finish the story, because it's, it's just mad side missions and random stuff that we yeah. have it's GTA in the Wild Wild West, bro. Basically, yeah. Can, can you free slaves? Because that's that's the only reason. I, that's the only way I'm buying this the game. All right. Nah, but it ain't no slaves. It's 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 a black dude in your game. <laughs> oh, it's oh, post emancipation. Yeah, like it's a black dude. But I think that's really turning left, bro. It is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the only way I'm playing is if you can free slaves. You're listening to the Pocket Watch, a weekly football show produced by the Rec. The Pocket Watch is hosted by Joe Malord. Dak Prescott is a biracial Mark Sanchez. Let's talk about it. Greg Giles. Their defense is terrible, bro. Dom Lazaro. Yo, what if they traded for Le'Veon Bell? And Steve Castillo. There's nothing happening to the ratings. In fact, the ratings are going up. Now let's get to today's show. This is the dysfunction I said that Baker Mayfield was going to have to overcome. Cleveland just fired their football coach. Uh, Greg, Greg and Dom and Steve. Yo, this has been a, such an exciting week for y'all teams and not so much for my team. I'm pretty much jealous. Greg, I want to start with you. This is not about y'all really, uh, but more so about you guys killing another Browns head coach. I'll probably start there before I got to get to the trades because this is the sixth straight time that we're do- having this situation. <laughs> Hugh Jackson getting fired the last time and the last time and the last time before that and the last time and the last time before that. It was all after the second game uh, against the Steelers that these coaches lost and got fired. Uh, congratulations on upholding yeah, the reputation. That's, that's a that's a random benchmark for them to have. Like, like after the second Steelers game, if you ain't got it together, it's a wrap for you, bro. It sounds like they were both fighting, this is the and then the Browns organization said basically said, I bet we're going to fire both of y'all. Yeah, that's basically what happened. Cleveland I mean, I didn't even watch Hard Knocks, but apparently Todd Haley two, and Hugh been like going at it since then, and the mad people twice. on Twitter was like, Greg Williams Baltimore, and Ty Haley was gunning for his job like the whole time, and so Greg Williams won. Because technically he he got it while he let them two fight it out, basically. We were standing here two weeks ago or three weeks ago. I forgot what it was, Dom, when you were talking about they've been in an, they've been in every game. And you were right at that point because I remember I did the stat. My bum ass did the actual graphic. Took that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to gra- come for yourself did, like did, that. Damn. Did the graphic. No, because I spent all that time and now look at them. <laughs> but I did the graphic. And I mean, we at the at the time, the numbers did show that put all their games together and their point differential was basically punt plus one, i.e. they were in every close game. They could have had four wins realistically. So how do we go from that to this? And is that a justified move? I guess I'll go with you and then Steve afterwards. Yeah, to me, I feel like it's just funny because like the Browns, since Hugh Jackson had come, had only won what one game basically up until this year. So like, I guess the firing, we all kind of knew, I think that it was going to come around eventually. Um, Just not when they had more wins than they have the previous like two or three seasons that he was been there. Um, And, you know, like Greg said, there was obviously some inner turmoil between Haley and Hugh. And apparently Hugh was using, uh, somebody as a spy to like see what Haley was doing and they just weren't on the same page at all. Um, I don't even know why Greg Williams is still, I, I mean, I guess because the defense has been playing good, but knowing him from the Rams um, and obviously Bounty Gate with the Saints, 
uh, I, I guess I, they thought that he was the best fit. But, I mean, I'm not surprised that he got fired at all. What I was surprised about, though, was that Odd Shark put out the odds of, like, the next head coach, and they had Sean McVay as the number one option. I was like, what the hell is this shit? I'm like, why would why would McVay leave L.A. to go to Cleveland? And then they were like, oh, he's from Ohio. So damn what? KD's from Washington. I'm from Washington, D.C., and he ain't yeah, go to D.C. Yeah, that, that, that whole going home narrative, that got to die. That, that's yeah, Larry really Fitzgerald. Does. Larry Fitzgerald definitely never came to the Steelers. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. and it's a no Brandon Marshall. Steve. Ain't much to say, bro. Three and three thirty-six and one. That's pretty bad, bro. There's there's bro. nothing you can even like say to like make that even remotely justifiable. It's pretty bad. And it's and even the offense was pretty bad. And that's technically what got into this power struggle with him and Haley. Him and Haley were literally like Michael Scott and Toby. No God. No God, please no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you could tell that he just didn't like Haley from the beginning, and they were also saying too that Baker Mayfield was starting to like kind of you know second guess Hugh Jackson and some of the decisions he was making. So I want to see if somebody can unleash Baker and you know see what's really good with Baker. But but the team the team just wasn't progressing at all. Anyways, yeah. I mean, I mean they weren't in games, but you just didn't see any type of progress on any side of the football, and they they started out pretty good, you know. That's what they're I'm saying. Bro, That's what I'm saying. Start it should never in be, like that, 20 years. It should never be said that you doubled your win total and you have two wins for the season. Anyway, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, Steve was here saying the great thing about the Eagles season is that Howie's going to be dealing come October 30th. On October 30th, Howie was dealing. How do you like the trade that the Eagles made today? Golden so, tape. So we, golden, we, de- golden we definitely tape. get rolling the tape, right? We're rolling it. Wait, so the good they, thing they, is that Howie's gonna buy before October 30. So uh, I'm not, I'm not really worried about not making the necessary moves. This is the move they they needed to make. Um, this is a great move. Um, and it's definitely something that you do when you have a quarterback on a rookie contract. Um, you build pieces around him, give him weapons like what the Rams are doing. I mean, it's pretty, pretty obvious what you have to do. You got to take advantage of the situation that you have right now with the salary cap. Um, once, like I said, is on a rookie deal. He is probably having his best season passing wise um, up to this point. Um, the dude's throwing seventy two percent this year, and that's with literally Zach Ertz. <laughs> so um, at this point, um, I want I kind of wanted them to be a little bit more aggressive with a defensive back and or a running back, but the fact that they added a lethal weapon like. Golden Tate, who can not only play on the outside, but you can also put him in the slot and move Nelly on the outside and make him your vertical threat in that situation. We're talking about Golden Tate. The guy leads the league in the last, what, three, four years in yards after the catch. He has the second most uh, third down catches, and he has, I think, the third most yards on third down since, like, the last four, five years, if I'm not mistaken. But the guy's proven a pro bowler and somebody that definitely has hands and experience and somebody that, you know, doesn't chip into our salary cap next year, which was a big thing with Howie. So um, the fact that we gave up a third really isn't bothering me for the simple fact that we still have three picks in the first two rounds. Um, This is a win now move. And like I told you back then, I wasn't worried. I got a little worried after that loss two weeks ago, but now I'm back, you know, 
back on your in high, high horse. Yeah, my high horse, especially with the way the division's playing now. I mean, I'm still not buying into the Redskins. I mean, defense, the defense is solid, but it's just the Washington's going to Washington. I mean, they're called the racial slurs for a reason. Alex Smith is their quarterback, too. Just saying. <laughs> Bingo. Yeah. Adver- I, I, average Smith. Yeah, I, I still don't believe in Alexander. Um, Dominic, <laughs> uh, the after the Rams— Why, why do you got to do that to people? Why, why, why you got to just throw their whole first name out there? Time out. Time out. Before we move on, though, Steve, you are you expecting y'all to be able to resign him? Like, do y'all even want to? Because if not, y'all gave up a third rounder for, like you said, a win-now move. It's only, what, nine games or something left? Yeah, but his cap hit was low for the rest of this year as well. I think he's only like he's less than five left on this on this year. So honestly, Howie is gearing himself up for next year because next year we have literally everybody leaving. Um, so there's going to be a lot of moves that need to be made, and that's something that we probably will do. Um, I'm not going to lie; we we'll probably will resign him. Probably let Nelly walk because this is his last year on his rookie deal, and try to replace him with another vertical threat. You know. Um, there's a lot of decisions that need to be made next year. Like you said, the third round, um, it, it sticks out to you because it's a high high round. But like I told you, we have three picks in the first two rounds. They're not really worried about that. Um, when you're getting a proven talent like this in Golden Tate and you have the pieces already with a, a defense that can at least get you to a championship game, um, this is a move you do, especially with the quarterback that you have, especially with that contract that he still has. Well, the Eagles' next game is against Dallas, so we know that's going to be a shootout because Dak is going to just cut that's up the Eagles' game. defense. I'm saying we know that Dak is just going to let it air, just going to let it fly, so y'all going to have to score maybe Listen, 40, a whole, 40 a whole to bunch go of against. hitch routes and screens <laughs> Wait, do what? not count as cutting this up, right? Y'all might have to score 40, even 50, and I'm saying go head-to-head with Dak. You feel me? Uh the, fu- the future of the NFL, I think, is what we're going to call that game. Dak versus Carson Wentz. I think they're about, like, the same level in terms of potential. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Yo, block, job me is real. block me. Block me. Dom, Dom, listen. Packers-Rams Packers Rams was as advertised. Um, after the game, literally, the, per- the person that was dominating Twitter, or the person's name that was dominating Twitter was Ty Montgomery. Can you explain how y'all basically, that game basically ended his Packers career? Yeah, I mean, the thing was, it was funny because me and Steve and, and Derek were talking about it in our group chat. Um, and Steve basically Wait, by the said, way, Dom, Dom, yo, uh, not, not Dom, Greg, that's the group chat that we're not invited to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's a separate chat. It's a separate chat. Hey, bro, I'm not invited to a lot of stuff. So, so you, 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 you have to have the group chat and then the group chat without like two people. Yeah, like you, you have, we have the pocket watch, yeah. and then we have like the other chat. Yeah, exactly. Like the group chat Which, minus one, and then the, yeah. the group chat minus one plus. One. Yeah, I got. I got yeah, you. like like we haven't deleted the other chat in like four years. There's like four years worth of messages. Exactly. It's like it's like the one where we keep talking trash about Greg when he's not looking. All right, <laughs> keep going. I'm sure That's that actually up. exists somewhere. <laughs> That's messed up. But anyway, I'm fine with it too. By the way. Anyway, so we were talking about, you know, how or Steve was saying how McVay made a very conservative call by kicking the field goal and not going for the, um, you know, for the touchdown. Um, and at the time, I, I understood where he was coming from, for sure. Um, you know, because you never want to give Aaron Rodgers. Did, less you, than, did you really or do you really want to tell the people how you react? Oh, no, no, no. I was being I was being ignorant. But oh, without but, a doubt you were. But I'm saying I understood, like, where you were coming from. I'm not saying I agree with where you're coming from. I just understood where you were coming from. You know, you don't want to give Aaron Rodgers the ball back uh, with under two minutes because we've seen it time and time again what Aaron Rodgers can do. Um, apparently, Ty Montgomery was told, you know, if it's kicked into the end zone, 
uh, just take a knee and give it to Aaron. And he was a little bit flustered on the previous drive because he got taken out uh, when he wanted to stay in. And he took it out of the end zone and uh, we forced the fumble and recovered the fumble and won the game. Um, so I don't know what would have happened. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers could have very well marched down the field and, and and they could have won the game. But, you know, we'll never know because Ty Montgomery is not a Packer anymore and the Rams won the game. And now the Rams, oh, be real, now the Rams bro, are his response real, was trash, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was. Peters was getting cooked <laughs> all game, bro. But Adams, Adams was eating, bro. That drive would have been totally different. You know it. If Ty Montgomery would have listened to what the hell his coach told him, he'd still be a Packer, and you guys have an L right now in your loss column. I, I don't think so, but that's fine. Of course, of course, Dom was going to say that. But anyway, regardless, and there was they, a bad beat in that game. There's a bad beat for betters all around the world with that Todd Gurley sit down. Uh, hey, I'm happy he did that. I'm happy I'm he not. did that. That's a smart-ass play from a smart-ass player. Nah, get your MVP on, bro. Well, I'm glad because he ain't stretch on James Conner even further. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so Rams eight and eight and uh, oh now, uh, that's pretty much setting up two big games next week: Rams and Saints. Um, then Patriots, uh, Packers on Sunday Night Football. Uh, did y'all see Fire the commercial? Yo, I was just about to say, did y'all see the promo for that? That was cool. That was, that was, that was tough. And then LeBron being corny. Yeah, and then LeBron going to come in like, oh, I thought you were talking about that, man. No, nah, <laughs> not corny. I'm sorry. LeBron, if you're listening, I'll take that back. No, I, I love LeBron, but it's like, <laughs> I was like, yo. It's like, yeah, come on, come on, come on. Uh, but the Ra- yeah. Rams are actually underdogs against the Saints. Stephen A went off on him for that, by the way. Who? Uh, on LeBron for, for? Yeah, for for yeah for comparing himself to Jordan. It was that is it was yeah. Hold it was on, come on. All right, wait, just, Bro, just you know, just, just do you know how seconds. much game tape there is of Kobe kicking LeBron ass in the post? Steve, you're one of these people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, where you think Kobe learned it from? I'm done. Um, hey, bro, it's two different eras. I, I mean, me personally, Jordan is better, but that's a whole nother story. But yo, the hey, setup is you, but the setup is so perfect because it's obviously Jordan that's always in the middle of the best ever conversation, and. I've seen, I, like I was saying, I think before the season, I saw Aaron Rodgers' ga- name gaining steam as best ever now, which I didn't I didn't know. I thought we had all accepted Tom Brady as the consensus once he had reached a certain amount of Super Bowls. But I, I, is that really an open question? Because I, I never heard your opinion on this, actually. Hey, bro, ain't that an open debate? Like, at every in every sport, isn't it like a debate? Like out of two people, who's the best? Ever? Yes, yes. But what I'm saying no, is that I thought I, I thought it well, used to yeah, be, yeah hockey, hockey is a rap. Hockey is a rap. But I I thought that in in um in football it was Montana Brady. Montana overtook Brady after he reached a certain number of wins. That's the that was the conversation I was used to. Well, that's I mean it's going to come down to opinion. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have the All Super right, what's Bowls. Your, I was about to say, what's your opinion? Pound for I, pound. I personally, like, if I had to choose one, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers. Is it because Thank of the mobility? You. Oh, my God. You're so great, Greg. Yo, Greg's <laughs> my it's, dude, bro. Because it's, it's, I mean, when it comes down to it, Aaron Rodgers can make more throws than Tom Brady can make. If we're talking pure quarterback, yeah, everything, like, the whole package, yeah. Aaron Rodgers yeah. trumps Dom, all of them. Dom? Uh, wait, you said ever? Well, Rodgers versus Brady, basically. Pound for uh, pound, player for player. Yeah, I, I mean, I, Brady has more hardware, but I still like I still like Rodgers better mm. as a quarterback. Mm. Melissa, that's a clean sweep. 
Oh, don't man. get me, uh, but don't get me wrong. I mean, obviously Brady's like uh, gonna be a goat at some. Well, once he retires, but we'll, we'll start. We'll talk about it a lot more. I think, but I think Aaron Rodgers, like skill set wise, like he could just do a lot more. Bro, um, I've never seen Brady do half the things I've seen Aaron Rodgers do. Yeah. Now, I, now, I now saw Greg, him drop a pass last now, year. Now Gregory's talking <laughs> spicy. <laughs> yeah, man, Tom Brady can't catch. Um, all right, yeah. All right, well, I guess next next week is going to be fun. That's still rough for the Packers because we were already talking about how after the bye they would have a tough two-game stretch. Lost last week when they had a chance to win it, a really, really good chance to win, even though Dom says that they wouldn't have done anything, but whatever. Um, and now they have to <laughs> go into Foxborough, I think. And we were talking about this before the KC uh, Patriots game. That is a tough situation, so whatever. But I'm going to be watching that game, obviously. Uh and Ram- they just traded haha. So I was about to that. say, so that's gonna that's the second player that they traded. They are they traded away Ty Montgomery. They traded away Haha. Um Greg, you were talking about how you don't have a high opinion of of their defense. And they traded away a defensive player. Well, I mean, I like Blake Martinez. That's and, 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 I, and I like yeah, he's actually playing yeah. really good. And I like Mike Daniels, but I mean they got a few pieces. It's just is is if it comes down to it, I, I mean, I think that's their Achilles heel. Obviously, I mean, Aaron Rodgers can can do but so much. Like for instance, in that game, if the defense would have probably played a little better, it might not have came down to what it came down to. But I mean, it's a lot of teams that are built like that this year in this NFL. It's just it's a lot of teams with great offenses and either okay or trash defenses. I just don't understand the move like at this point because the, the the NFC North is still wide open, right? Every you have the Lions and the Packers have three wins a pop, and then the Vikings and the Bears have four wins. So it's wide open to me. Um, you get rid of Ty Montgomery, who granted wasn't doing much, but you know was a piece on offense, and then you get rid of Clinton Dix, who I know is a free agent next year, but. It, like well, I, I feel like the GM has to feel like they have better players than Clinton Dix, but it's not the case for me. Like, well, I can't. well, Clinton Dix is like I think the second highest rated corner right now, and and uh, Swearinger is number safety, one. So right. yeah, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Safety. So so they playing with each other now on the Redskins, but but as far See, as dude. talent goes, it was it was no reason to do it other than the fact that they probably thought that they wouldn't be able to keep him. Yeah. So they would rather get something for him rather than let him walk. But the, mm. the Packers now have no more players from that 2015 draft class. This is just something that pretty much was the beginning of the end for Mike McCarthy. Because if we're being real, the biggest Achilles heels for Aaron Rodgers has been Mike McCarthy. Um, he hasn't addressed a lot of situations that could have helped the Packers or Aaron Rodgers specifically. And right now, these two moves, it didn't make them better. It just made them worse. Um, and like Dom said, this this division's still open. I mean, this yeah. is this is a division that you have two teams that have ties. You have the Lions in it for God's sake, and then you have the Bears with Mitchell Trubisky as a quarterback. So you there there's you you still have a chance to do something. And then you have the greatest quarterback in the league right now. Granted, on one knee, but he's still having a pretty solid year. Yeah, and he ain't getting no younger though. So. Exactly, and then you just paid him all this money. So now, now it comes down to to catering to him because uh, this Mike McCarthy ever is obviously done. It's a wrap. I think I think this was pretty much the writing on the wall. Um, they're just 
pretty much scrapping it up. It looks like they're going to start the whole resurfacing, you know, trying to get a whole new look going over there. But Packers need to figure it out because you can't be wasting the prime years that you got left of, of Rodgers right now. Yeah, I just who, want... who, appoints, who appoints the Packers head coaches? Like, I know they have a GM. Who appoints him, though? Like, who's... How does that work? <laughs> the, well, that's a good question. I, I, don't, know I, how the work, boy. I don't know how the Packers work, because I keep hear, always hearing that the fans own the team. The fans are the yeah, real they boss. Do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they pay taxes to own the team, so that's why I'm confused. Maybe Goodell has a say in it. I don't know. But that's for another time, I guess. Yeah, uh, I just want to underline the point that you were making where you were saying that the top two ratings, that's according to Pro Football Focus, PFF, uh, uh, Ha Clinton Dix, and DJ Swearinger. And as you were saying, they they play together now. And that's part of the reason why, <laughs> if you look at ESPN's winners and losers for today, for the trade deadline, it says everybody in the NFC East except the Giants, <laughs> who took an L by not <laughs> making the move. But also, today, the foot... Uh, before today, Pat Shermer's uh, speaking before the press, talking about how Eli Manning is the starter, but nothing's nailed down, i.e. Uh, their their backup could uh, have a shot at getting the start. Their backup, Kyle Alauda. Did he just I get should, arrested? Bruh, I, <laughs> Melissa <laughs> sends me a tweet earlier today, NJ.com. <laughs> Fam, he got, he, got ar- he got arrested trying to go to 495. Wow. Yo, I, I, first off, I will say something. To be fair to him, that whole intersection around like yeah, it's uh, trash. around it's yo, trash. that <laughs> it's trash. Run, where 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 the turnpike and Route 3 and 495 and everywhere around the Meadowlands like come together, the there's, most confusing like intersection of highways in New Jersey. There's too much to shit just, trying to connect that one spot. Run, that's one thing. Just mad signs that he was stadium. late, man. It's okay. He <laughs> yeah, was he, was, late. he was definitely he was definitely late. He almost ran over a cop. Got On stopped purpose. by another. Got stopped by another cop <laughs> when he, he had, had five stars around. on GTA. Uh, but see, he was playing GTA Five. <laughs> <That's laughs> but, but how you on the brink of maybe, maybe having a chance to start, and then you get arrested. <laughs> you get arrested, and then, then, bro, the craziest thing is that on NJ.com the article says, "But this wasn't Lawletta's first offense." A police source said, "The QB did the same thing yesterday morning at the same location." <laughs> Wow! Yeah, but, he was not, but, he, but he was no, no, not no, stopped. <laughs> police did the police capture his license, his license plate, bro. Yeah, it was in the police report. That the same, the same car did the same thing yesterday, bro. He was, wow. he was he was driving the Jaguar, by the way. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that means the police had to be fed up when they saw him take again today. Yeah, they were like, like, nah, nah bro. Not this it was time. probably like, the same yeah. cop. Yeah, he exactly. was like, yo, yo. You know what? I'm gonna just let him go. And I'm saying the Giants have one of seven. It's, it's already bad to their misery. <laughs> it's, it's, it's already bad as it is. But when you almost run him over, nah, nah, nah. Gotta get him. The, Gotta the him. cop was a hurt Giants. First, for first sure. off, first off, this kid definitely doesn't use ways. That's number one. Facts. <laughs> number two, he's 20, twenty-three. Ways would have got him to to work on time like half an hour earlier. Word, and it would have told him where the ops at. Um, yeah, this. this <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Yeah, this is just this is this is just uh, all, all so bad. And I was about to say, the police probably just saw him in a Jaguar, and that's why they didn't slow him down. But I'm gonna be honest, yo. Cops in New Jersey have been pretty good to your boy. Like I, I don't know about y'all, but I've gotten let off a hell of stuff. You driving? You driving the Jag? I de- but no, but that's my point though. <laughs> that's my I plead point. The fifth, bro. That's, that's that's my point. I'm not driving a Jag, and they still like, yo, just let me go. I don't know, man. I'm a law-abiding citizen, so... Same same thing I'm going to say to them. I plead the fifth, bro. <laughs> man. Facts. 
I, was I mean, lo- if we I, ha- I have instances in a motor vehicle. Man, listen, I definitely want to this, this, this podcast, <laughs> tread, this tread podcast lightly, is, not the, is not the place for me to discuss. Yeah, we're not good with this forum right situation. now. Tread lightly. All right, it might not be the place for you to discuss, but I was definitely going 100 trying to make it in time for this podcast on the turnpike. Hey. Anyway. With one um, knee. Yeah, with one knee. <laughs> with, with, with one knee. Um, yo, let's, let's have an injury report segment. All right, me first. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. Yo, uh, Greg, so now, Obviously, Le'Veon Bell didn't get traded. But at what point do we start looking at what James Conner is doing and saying, like, uh, how much are we supposed to actually be missing Le'Veon Bell on the Steelers? Because he's doing his production and then some. It's not, I know it's not as simple as just looking at the numbers and saying, oh, this guy has more yards and touchdowns, but he's killing it. He's killing it with these multi-touchdown games week after week. Like First of all, our O-line don't get enough credit for either of their success because clearly our offensive line is the reason that they both have had success. Now, obviously, they both have talent, too. They, you got to be a talented running back to do some of the stuff they do. But, like, we've gotten that kind of production since this O-line has been together. Even when uh, D'Angelo Williams was our running back when Le'Veon got hurt, he was still pro- producing, like, top of the league. So Yeah, he killed it. Obviously, our offensive line has a lot to do with that. They're the only consistent factor, you know, in that equation. But, I mean, what he's doing right now, I mean, we can't discount it or 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 think it's a fluke because he's he's doing it consistently. He hasn't had too many games where I watched it and I just felt like he, you know, didn't have it that day or whatever. I mean, we he didn't he didn't always play great, of course. He's not Le'Veon Bell as far as, you know, his running style and different things like that. But it seems like our O-line adjusted to his running style as opposed to Le'Veon's and we're having success with it. Now, when Le'Veon comes back, which he basically has to within the next two weeks, I have no idea how they're going to utilize him because we can't just bench Connor now after he got the hot hand and throw Le'Veon in there who hasn't played at all. So it's going to be interesting to see how they decide what to do there. Hey man, if Le'Veon Bell does not come back tomorrow, then I don't know what the <laughs> I know he has two weeks, but yo, yeah. the trade deadline's over. Like you you can't go anywhere. Like now it's like all right, like Which is apparently what he back. wanted. Like he didn't want them to trade him. So that well, was apparently factoring in, I guess. Yeah. Mans needs to show up tomorrow. At this point, I'm just assuming that he's not gonna play at all. Realistically. But the thing is, if he doesn't play, then then we go through this again next year, basically. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, have fun with that. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do want to say, uh, I, I kind of glossed over this. I should have noted this before because, again, those two big games that we have this upcoming um, weekend, one of the reasons why it's so interesting for me is because of the way that the Saints won and because of the way that the Patriots won. And I don't think we should really overlook the fact that, uh, the, I mean, yeah, the Patriots are playing the Bills, but... Uh, that was a different type of win that they that they had. The Saints, I think Drew Brees only had like 100, 130 passing yards. Uh, yeah, it was they, definitely under 200 for sure. Yeah, exactly. And and, uh, and Brady had no t- uh, passing touchdowns. Um, I guess, Dom, how, how concerned are you about actually losing? Because you could have got, got your first loss this week. You didn't. Right. Obviously, could have, would have, doesn't really count. Um, but the Saints defense did show out last game. And... I would say that they were obviously the 
if you're a side of the team, how concerned that this could be 8-1 and one for the Rams? Yeah, I mean, I, I was actually discussing this earlier as well. Um, I think it's very possible that the Rams might lose this weekend. Um, you know, it's in New Orleans. It's in the Dome. Saints are a different animal when they're in the Dome, um, even though they've showed some road resilience this season for sure. But, uh, you know, playing in the Dome is always going to be a tough task. Um, I think... You know, Jared Goff has had success in the Dome. I think it was his rookie season. That was actually one of his better games in, in his rookie season. Um, you know, so he's played there before and everything. Felt the type of atmosphere that he's going to be going up against. Um, but look, man, the Saints have a lot of guys. They, You know, they have Breeze, obviously. They have Kamara, Ingram, Michael Thomas. Um, a defense that's been playing pretty well as of late. And, you know, I think the Rams, I think this is going to be one of the better games, if not the best game of the season for the Rams. You know, if they can come out on top. I still think it's going to be a shootout. I, I think it's going to be like each team's going to score 30 plus um, just because of the nature, you know, of it being in New Orleans and, you know, the Rams secondary not being, not, not living up to task, I should say, you know, no Tlaib obviously still. And Peters has been getting torched. I think he's been playing injured. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a fun game no matter what. And I am, I am concerned. Like I said before, the Rams are an underdog, so. And Dante Fowler going to you guys. How you feel about that? I love it. I love it. The Rams needed a you know a, a pass rusher on the edge, and we got exactly what we needed. So I'm happy with it. Um, I think we the Rams going all in because uh, after this season, it's a lot of contracts to be tended to. I don't know, man. I, I thought that third round was a lot for Fowler. Mm, I mean, it, it is, but we're gonna get a comp pick for Sammy Watkins probably. And um, who the hell did we just let walk to? I forgot, but we're going to get a comp pick for it. So it's kind of the same situation as the Eagles. Mm. Um, nice. Yeah, because he was getting one back. But that last one, last point, uh, or last question, that God's first game, wasn't that when the Saints were, like, historically bad on defense? And the Rams were historically bad on offense? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yo, I guess one of the more impressive things about the Rams is that, do you know your strength of schedule? Because... The this year is like it's a it's a this is a real eight and team like the really good teams on here really good teams after this I, halfway point. Um, I think we had like going into the season. I think we had the fifth hardest schedule or something like okay, that. Okay, because I was about to say because it gets it's it was even, definitely top five. I mean, it's even more legit after this: New Orleans, Seattle, Kansas City, then the bye, Detroit, Chicago, Philadelphia, Arizona, San Francisco. I mean, um, it's basically the division games that gives you guys a breather. Um, because you'll you'll end the season with those two games at Arizona, at San Francisco, and that should be light work, unless you're resting starters at that point. Most uh, likely. So yeah, yeah, nah. Rams is pretty much like the team to watch uh, for yeah. the next three weeks because those are two four twenty five games, four thirty games the next two weeks, and then you guys are in prime time for uh, Monday Night Football. Um, the rest other, of our schedule is crazy too. Um, we got. <clears throat> The Ravens, then the Panthers, Jaguars, Broncos, Ravens. Chargers, yeah, that's Raiders, good. Patriots, Saints, Bengals. Mm. Patriots game. Oh, that Patriots game last year was so much fun. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Catch. The last move that we the last move that we that we didn't get to. Uh, Demarius Thomas to the Houston Texans. Who has the hottest take on this? Is there even a hot take to have on this? Dom, Dom was against me today. He thought I was calling Demarius Thomas ass. <laughs> I wasn't saying that, but I was um, saying 
Steve doesn't like it. Or um, I, I, wait, Steve, I don't do you think like it's, it? I, I don't think it's as good as it's being portrayed. I think it's good for what the Texans need right now, though. That's the thing. I yeah, think it's, it's good because they're taking advantage of a rookie contract. That's the only reason I think it. And that's, like I said, with once, that's what you got to do. You got to give your quarterback weapons. And when you have an outdated-ass system that Bill O'Brien be running and you lose your vertical threat in Will Fuller, you need dominant receivers on the outside to at least get you some yardage. Um, I just don't think, like I told Dom earlier, Demarius Thomas isn't stretching the field. And this is a guy that literally was last in yards per attempt on the Denver Broncos. A dude, who, what was the dude's name? Tim Patrick? Who the hell is that? He averaged more yards per attempt than, than Demarius Thomas. Bro, I bro, get he's it. He's going from Case Keenum to Deshaun Watson, though. So I'm pretty sure that's going to increase a bro, little just bit. Bro, just two weeks ago, we were talking about the Deshaun Watson. Is he the same from his ACL? Well, you guys, I love Deshaun, but a lot of people been, are, is it time to worry? Or is this, uh, There's been a lot of headlines around Deshaun. I don't think... Like I said, I, I just don't think it's as good as it's being advertised. I think it's a solid move. I don't think it makes it that much better, to be honest with you. That that, that doesn't take any, like, it, it doesn't push them over the hump because I still think with that division being ass, is still open. But, I yeah. mean, how far are we really expecting the Texans to go? Let's be realistic. He He's a solid number two. I mean, at this point, it's, it's a win-win for him because he he doesn't have the pressure of being a number one go-to receiver I, necessarily. I, I was about to say, that's the first thing I thought of, whereas Omari Cooper goes to the Cowboys and he's basically uh, the number one. This one is, we already know who the established number one is at, yeah, uh, at, uh, for the Texans. DT he hasn't been the, the same number coverage. one for two years. Well, that's true, but he was still lining up there. That's my point. Like, he's not going to see the same coverages and things like that because... They were still treating him as if he was the number one. Yeah, even but, though. but every game, who were they game planning for? Well, yeah, you had to because uh-huh. Sanders was doing way more. It still was up to when he got traded. So um, the last thing I, I would like to say, last transaction I didn't note was Brandon Marshall got released by Seahawks. And I would like to say TBT to one time somebody on this podcast uh, did a special about how the Giants were just cl- super close to the Super Bowl after they signed the Brandon Marshall. We don't got to talk about who did it. Now, uh, the last thing is uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick got the job back in Tampa Bay. Who saw that coming? Who saw that coming? Which one of y'all? Um, not, not I mean, I knew Jameis was going to throw a lot of picks. I didn't think they was going to bench him. Yeah, same. Agreed. He always throws picks, though. So that's here's, why like, yeah. I was like, well, see, I bet. See, now, here's my question. Where do you even go from here? I don't know. You, you gotta go, get you, rid you of just, Winston. That's yeah. You're you're done with yeah. Winston at this point. There's yeah. no there's no really going yeah, back that's, to this. That, yeah, that's a clear. Yeah, that's a clear break. But even though you, I, I I do think my bad. I, I do think that Winston again will start at some point this year. Um, because I don't think. I mean, we saw the the stretches of Fitzpatrick. Like he did great the first three weeks, and then did ass the last two. So like Fitzpatrick is kind of like on a you know like a, a weird. A scale where he'll do really good and then he'll do really bad, but um, you know, Jameis was just, he like against the Bengals, he was just like it was just dumb. Like the things that he was doing was just so like he was overthrowing guys by a lot, throwing right into Bengals defenders' arms. That's that's I, every I, week. Yeah, I know it's a every like it's week. like he's gonna throw for four thousand yards, but he's also gonna throw like 15, 20 picks. You know, like it's just I don't know. It, it, it's a thing that I guess they realize. Too late with Jameis? I don't know. But Jameis and Mariota, remember when they came went one and two? They're both trash. Mariota's a little <laughs> bit better, but they're both trash. <laughs> Wait, Steve, what'd you call them? A Hawaii? You said that Mariota's a Hawaiian. Uh, 
Oh yeah, yeah, Tarot, Tarot, Tarot. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I see somebody say Winston. Winston forgot to eat his W's today. Yep. I think he'll land on his feet somewhere else. Yeah, New York. Seriously though, that, I don't that probably to is a that. great landing spot. For I don't want to have to do that. It, is. With that. it no, really is though. You think the Giants will ever have another black quarterback? Come on, the Maras are racist. Isn't that like a known fact? Yo, well, like they wouldn't even bring in Colin Kaepernick, and he's like light skin. <laughs> I, Come on, bro. I, the, I, uh, the Giants are not going for Winston. I just they realized got, I literally never seen a black quarterback on. Who they going? Geno Smith. Smith. Oh, Geno Smith. Geno that, Smith. That's what I'm them? saying. Like another oh. one. Like Gino I have some respect. I'm sorry. Hey, you know Man. who's who's better at this point? Gino or J? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, let's not even have, <laughs> let's not even have that debate. Uh, Gino should be starting for the Bills. Odell and Jameis, that's too much for one locker room. Oh, oh, I was about to say, man, I was about to say, if Jameis get, get uh, uh, signed to Giants, first off, he's definitely, definitely living around Jersey because that's what all of them do. And right. I just I just know we're going to hear some Kyle, Kyle Law letter type story. I just don't know where, though. <laughs> Is it going to be the, the, the IHOP on Bloomfield Ave? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> While saying something at Tops? You know what I'm saying? Oh, trying to cut off somebody on 21. 22. 22 is where it would happen, actually. <laughs> 22. Yeah, that does. All right. Anyway, uh, last notes for this week. I think we somehow we covered everything under 35 minutes. That's not bad. Yeah, yo, when you got a good quarterback at the, <laughs> I'm saying, when you got a quarterback that know how to know run a no huddle, you feel me? Clock <laughs> management. I'm saying, y'all talking about, y'all talking about A-Rod. Oh, it's 39 minutes. So, All so right. two things. Hold on. So, uh, not two things. Just last question. Since we were on the topic of the Mariota and and Jameis thing, who gets the second contract from their current team? Uh, Mariota. I would say. Mariota. Even Mariota. though he's been super injury prone, it's like super injury prone. But, but, that, but that's an excuse. Ass. But, that's, but that's an excuse. Yeah. Though. <laughs> right, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mariota is very good in the red zone. Everywhere else, ass. But. Put him in the red zone. But he, he needs to like get you there. He, can hey, he get you there? I don't think he can get they, you they, to the I red mean, zone. They, hey, you know what? How many times has Winston made the playoffs? Mm. Oh, man, put him in the AFC South, though. Let's be mm. real. I'm going to just throw that out there. You Let's know? be real. So, put him in the AFC South. Let's nah, be real. nah, nah. You a Kobe fan. That's what Kobe fans be saying. <laughs> they be saying hey, stuff yo, like that. I'm ah, a Mellow fan, first and foremost. Ah, how many times he went to the finals? Like, fam. Man, they both ass. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. All right, that's uh, well, that's about it. Uh, I don't think we got anything else. Wow, a very efficient offense. Fly Eagles, fly. Oh all right, y'all still four and four. Shout out to whole. No, how how is God, bro? This guy don't play, man. This guy. <laughs> I think we've gone long. Steve, Steve, whole job. Yo, see, Steve, Steve talking like you. he ate in the. Thanks for listening to The Pocket Watch, a weekly football podcast produced by The Rep. For more from the show, follow us on Instagram at Pocket Watch Pod and on Twitter at The Pocket Watch. See you next time.